another big wave. There comes another one. And another. There is no relief. And there are more coming. These swells continue. Never done this in the history of Survivor. Hi, both tribes. Drag your ladders in. Drag it right up here and place it here and wait. <laughs> yes, that's right. Survivor 42, episode three, Go for the Gusto, has just finished airing here on Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. But we're just getting started here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting as we're going to be covering this here tonight, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Or you might be listening to us on the audio stream, wherever you're coming to you. Um, I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater. And I believe Jimmy Robinson will be along shortly here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. If I haven't mentioned that already. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Doing well. Dave, these Survivor Millennial players, I don't want to hear, sound like an old man, but they are some soft players here in the season of Survivor. Soft players, Jeff. Why Why do you say that? Soft mentally. Like, like all right, first of all, what the Daniel guy is like, the prime example he loses an idol he has to go back and find it he doesn't know he lost it he <laughs> throws people under the bus he acts like this is the hardest thing in the world and he's really just sucking at it um he kind of stood out to me the most in this episode of any character maybe in the last few seasons of survivor of just just how much he is like kind of a train wreck to watch a, of a player but he acts like he's like in like in control in the driver's seat but he is not like he he is like he's narrating the show but at the same time like man he's he sucks like he really is bad at survivor i think i don't know well i'll see what jamil says but he good evening jamil good evening he is a more confident cochran in his first appearance that neurotic energy where He's overthinking everything, yet in this case, he's actually confident in what he's doing. Um, he uh, didn't I mention, um, I think it was first couple of episodes that him as a character, he's like the Joker would look at him and go, This man is a squealer, right. Batman's gonna grab him and he's gonna squeal. He's gonna shake and tell, I can tell the squealers, he is a squealer. Yeah, and everybody's going to know in the room that the Joker's right. Yeah, like, the dude is, <laughs> like, he didn't just trash, like, um, his own game. He trashed three other people's games at the same time. I don't know yeah. how, once you get back to, to the camp, I don't know how anyone could trust him, even high. Yeah, no, he should have went to Rocks. Like, he would have had more of a backbone to stand on had he just gone to rocks here and i know it was risky but i mean it's more of a risk to continue in this game with this tribe that basically is never like jubil's right they're never gonna trust him they're gonna he's gonna be the first target next time they go to tribal dave what do you think yeah it's uh i don't disagree i think that uh, daniel uh was pretty snaky tonight um uh, it was interesting hearing jenny's exit interview also just where she was uh who else did she think was a snake um, she didn't like that Chanel, you know, Chanel. didn't vote. Yeah, Chanel didn't vote, and he, she was uh, kind of not down with that. And as well as, um, uh, oh, he, oh, she also called it high. She's like, watch out for high. He is, he is cutthroat. And Chanel uh, made an honest mistake, right? I can, I can, I can be fine with that mistake oh. and my game being screwed up. 
it's a stupid mistake, mind you, yes, but it's still one that like it's it's not like she didn't say whoops, like like she didn't lie to them, right? And and right. brought a falsehood to them when she got to the island. The actual mistake is Daniel's in the sense that and in terms of tribal unity, because he could have went to um uh what's his name, uh, Mike, and go, Mike, think about it. If we go to rocks. That means the four people who are eligible to get kicked off of the show is myself, you, and Chanel, and Hoi. So he has a one in four chance of it being damaging to him, right? Yeah. We have a three out of four. We can at least choose to let Jenny go and the three of us move forward. We still have three people to their two, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right then and there. Like Mike will go, what you're saying makes sense. It's running the numbers, which this lawyer is supposed to be able to think about. Right. Law clerk. Let's be fair. <laughs> Law clerk. Right. <laughs> and it it also justifies Jenny. I'm sorry. We just don't have the ability to save you. It doesn't make sense to risk like everything. Right. Nice. To save you. Because if Jenny stays and Mike's gone, the strength idea goes out the window completely. Completely. Uh, yeah, I, I think that this tribal council, there's a lot to break down here tonight with how, how all this played out, with who didn't have a vote, who did, how this kind of ended up, what the people's choices were, what had to be revealed in the situation, how those things were interpreted. You can kind of analyze just the tribal council itself over probably, a, we probably just do an hour on that. You know, and not even talk about this like this challenge tonight where they had to drag this ladder. And we see this performance out of Jonathan Jeff. Jonathan, who yes, you drafted. My boy. Your boy. He 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 dragged my two guy uh, people. Uh I have Omar and um and huge uh, target. Marianne. Huge target. Oh yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yes. But but everything about this episode, Dave, was everyone other than Jonathan is not impressing Probst. They all are kind of like, like literally like he's like, okay, guys, the waves are bad. Granted, we picked a weird spot here to do this challenge. The waves It's never bad. like this. Wait, right. hold on a second. Are we blaming the waves? Let's I, not brave blame the waves. I'm, the, I'm not blaming the waves. There's a poll there. They should have edged it against the pole and then have yeah. the person scoot over. The pole would keep it up. You would think so. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. Um the fact that they stopped a challenge and were like, okay, guys, this is embarrassing. Stop, just stop even trying. Um, you can hear it in, the, seen that. in the clip, right? Uh, uh, oh, the kid gloves. Right, in both tribes, drag your ladders in. Drag it right what? up here and place it here and wait. <laughs> I feel like these contestants are the most childlike of any season I've ever watched of Survivor, where they're like basically being babied by Probst. Jed Zed, and like it's the new. Like, like can generation. I ask a question, Probst? Like, I got my hand up here. Try like just everything about. Do they need their juice snack and their, you know, their 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 nuts and cookies and stuff? Like, what they is need their nuts like, and cookies? I think that's they, uh, yeah. They, I just, they are some soft players. I mean, like, and it's not just the players. It's the way Survivor treats them now compared to the way it used to be. Like the first 10 seasons of this show, it was like basically like kick you, <laughs> like basically oh. figure it out. 
you know, that's a good, that's a good and, segue, Jeff, because we have an important question here for one of the listeners. Uh, are you going to bring back foster recaps? I mean, yeah, people ask you for foster. Hey, I we'll we'll tell him, and I think he'll yeah. go really because he was like, "You need to watch the challenge," and we're like, "We don't, I don't have time to watch the challenge usually. I have a lot of Star Trek to watch." And he's like, "You need to watch the challenge, Dave. I'll come back to Survivor when we watch Talk Challenge." And so I'll, but we're going to be starting off ball hockey with Foster, and we'll bring back our Foster recap series, uh, probably talking Survivor with Foster. Um, you know, maybe if you have a specific season you want to talk, hear Foster talk about, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll the six that. episodes of Token Chains that Marianne skipped. Right. Yeah. I, how come it was like she's like, I've seen everything except for like Token Chains and something else? No, six no, episodes of Token Chains. Six Chain. episodes. That was how, it. That is very uh, specific. I will challenge her to that. You've watched every episode of Survivor Palau. Come on. She's only 24. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I, I don't even know how much I've seen of those. Some of those, like, Basically, from 11, 12, 13, like those uh, those seasons in there, like where it was Palau and Guatemala, basically any season Stephanie Lagrosa was on, I did not watch most. Like, I forget. <laughs> so, you know, so like, I went specific. Right. Pretty. I, I did watch Heroes Villains. Stephanie was on that one. But African um, Marquesas, that's what he wants to hear Foster's or China. China's geez. opinion. I would I would love to go back and kind of do a quick uh, quick uh, binge of China, and then come back back to this. I've never really watched season. Africa, um, so I would. Oh really? I, I'll watch Africa before you watch China. I've seen every season. Yeah. Uh, and Marquesas... yeah, I've seen every season too, but I don't. I watched. It was a one and done with a few of them. A few of them are one and dones. The 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 Mayan one, which was also Stephanie. The Palau, the Vanuatu. You know, um, those are ones. In Australia, there. I don't really like. Would don't find that rewatchable. How, how many times have you seen One World? The classic One World. One World, I would I not think, want to go back to. I would never go watch that season again. That's a one. Even and for Foster, either. I wouldn't go back for One World. Sorry, Foster. But like, I'll go back and wa- obviously watch like Kageyan or Heroes and Villains, and some of those episodes are are fantastic. Um, but here in this, I don't know, guys. I, this, this new not... generation—they don't have the gusto. The episode's called "Go for the Gusto." Did they reach the gusto? I would say I no. Don't see a lot of gusto, Dave. Do you see a lot of gusto? Do you find like I don't know? I, I keep watching this. I'm like, am I just getting older? And I know I am because everyone's getting older all the time. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm like, this isn't my old Survivor. You know, I yeah. kind of have this uh, feeling you can tell, like, like jo- today was funny. Like watching pros were like, good, Jonathan, you're a good boy. You're, you're doing what you're supposed to. You're supposed to fight and dig and go out there. And, you know, and, and like Jonathan's like, yeah, man, he just do, kind of doing this. He like he, for him, it's nothing. Right. But for some of them, they're like, we have no rice. We're vegans. We can't move. We don't know yeah. what's happening. We're scared. The waves are big. And they're like, Roxroy and uh, and Mike on that blue tribe were supposed to be, like, those two combined couldn't do much, right? Like, they were getting knocked down. They're, you know, like... Uh, yeah, Ro- Roxroy's been struggling through all of the challenges I have found. Like, he... He's, yeah. He he is a hard time with these team challenges where it's um, definitely an ex- um, exertive thing, you know? Uh but Mike's a uh, firefighter, yeah. retired firefighter, and he's not doing so well. He, like he's fit, but he's not actually like carrying them on the, his back, like no. literally, like like. Jonathan but he's an older did. guy. He's an older guy, right? Like, how old is Mike? He's like probably in his fifties, right? Uh, so Mike, Mike is uh fifty-eight. Yeah. 
So. Right. So, like, he's just, I think, at the end of his rope, you know, he probably, you get him 10 years ago, 15 years ago. <laughs> the end of his rope? He's 58. Well, as as an athlete, I would say 58, you're at the end of your rope. Yes. Is a firefighter an athlete? Well, uh, I mean, a firefighter would be athletic. Yeah. You would talk about, you're talking about his survivor prowess and how he's not carrying the team. He's 58 years old. No, you know, he's not. so they yeah, <laughs> right? right. So they voted out Jenny instead. Here, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Jenny got the raw end of the stick here. I feel like, like, like Jamil brought up a good point that Daniel was definitely like a big reason why, like maybe ninety percent of the reason that Jenny went home, but ten percent of the reason was stupid. Jen. Um, no, it was a um, Chantel. Uh, sh- sh- yeah, shot. What's her name? Chanel. Chanel and your your boy Dave from the Orange Tribe. What's his name? Omar. Omar couldn't figure. They knew the twist, and they couldn't figure out. Okay, you know what? I'll take the hit this time. You, you know, they they both went for risk your vote like idiots, and now they both like. But Chanel, okay, but okay, I know, but like, I think that Omar, uh, I I take his side more on it. I don't really blame him so much, even though they're equally guilty, technically speaking. But uh, what happened was, you know, he goes, okay, I. They didn't. They didn't know what the twist was going to be. They, they knew what the. <laughs> no, the they, didn't. they did. They didn't know. Yes, they did. It was the same one that Jenny mentioned. Omar said in his confession, I was like, I don't know. We didn't know that. I didn't know we were going to be poised with this particular choice, or I would have to anticipate her actions. Right. They, so they had a conversation right before they went to go turn their wheel, Dave, about like, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's what your tribe mate said. Our tribe mate said the same. Yeah, one risk of vote, one saves a vote, you know, and then someone gets a might get an extra vote. Like they basically like laid it all out. And then they were like, Well, I guess I'll just risk my vote then. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Like that's what happened. And it's just like, oh my but god. She didn't is... think about what Omar was gonna do. She didn't think, well, Omar won't risk his vote. She didn't even talk about that. She well, just talked about how that, she wanted. She's like, "Well, I think I need this. I might need this later on because of what's happening back at tribal." It was she was she was way too introspective. She was only thinking about her, her own situation. She wasn't trying to anticipate this guy. She just went them. on a big long hike <laughs> through the Omar mountain. Did it with, too. It was both of them. They I both know they both broke. did it. They're both technically guilty. You can't point one the, finger the, more. They the both other. are guilty. <laughs> Not They're both guilty. You're trying to point a little less guilty. Chanel. I yes. Think, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm like Why? Daniel. I'm like Chanel. She's the snake. Um, I think that that whole Chanel relationship with Daniel is going to be fascinating moving forward because there's no way she is trusting him with anything going. Forward. Her reactions tonight at the at the tribal, like her just the faces she was making at, at Daniel when he was talking, were amazing. Wouldn't you make those same faces? Like, what is wrong with you? This I'm not the saying that they. Were, I, I, no, I was. I was. I was. Uh, I was into them. Yeah, yeah I, I liked how expressive she was. First of all, the way he handled, like the whole way Daniel handled that whole predicament, where it was basically like, "Hi, I'm not moving off my vote," and he's like, "Oh, okay, Chanel, who do you want out?" You know, and like, I she did. I don't have a vote. She was good at that point. Like, I actually think, like, all right, I kind of thought at first, like, just tell him who you want out and just get get this over with. Jeff just said you're allowed to influence things if you want to. She doesn't want to though, so she kept like, right? She was but. In the long run, I think what she did was probably the correct move where you don't let you don't say, all right, just take out Lydia. Because then if Jenny, Jenny goes home, well, I got to work with Lydia now. And then she knows I would have cut her throat. You know what I mean? So I think she did the right thing there. Did Daniel um, do the right thing? Nope. Well, Daniel, <laughs> only if Chanel had answered. If Chanel had answered him, I think it would have been different. But because Chanel didn't answer Daniel, Daniel was left, you know, 
pissing in the wind basically you know you know what i mean like he was you know he was standing there holding his dick not being able to you know really figure out what he needed to do and then he just kind of caved to the fact that high basically stood his ground better i think he could have been convinced had daniel had like some sort of a strategic just like tactic in the tribal council he, he used immediately Mike. went into the fer- fertile position he's yeah, like he, let, yeah. let's let's all agree that we're we're not going to go to rocks it's like hi should be like automatically it's like okay then i want to go to rocks so you would have to bend to my will his will was stronger well, he didn't even have to say that. Like, you're right, Shabiel. Like, the second he says, I don't want to go to rocks, High's like, well, I don't have to move off my vote now because I know you won't go to rocks. You're going to you're gonna come to my line of thinking. You literally gave up your card the second you opened your mouth. Like, he's a terrible survivor player. Like, a terrible absolutely. law clerk. Do not put this man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do not hire a very clerk. Like, uh, he, the the, the clerk. prosecution wants to do a plea deal. <laughs> it's like, I want to tell you right now, um, my... um. My client doesn't want to go to jail. (laughs) We'll not go to jail under any circumstances. We'll give you anything you want to know. Okay, it's like sign this document, agree to these five million murders then. Do you want all of the surveillance of of our house? We'll give it to you just as long as you won't convict him of, (laughs) you know, whatever he has done. You know, even even before, even before the, the, the tribal council, if he thought about it clearly and go, hey, look, they have an idol, show them the idol and say, yeah. we have to split our votes. Right. That gives them reason to actually do the split. But if they just like, I think they have an idol. Why even have the thing? Say, I saw the idol. I saw it. I can show you where Mike has the idol. Right. Because they don't know about the twist at all. Right, they don't know, so you can automatically play them, right? Yeah. And say but like Chanel did not play them well. You have to admit that, Jamil. Like she comes back from the boat and basically goes, "Yeah, we need to split girls on uh, on Mike and boys on Jenny, and we'll just yeah, you know." And like Isaac, oh, I don't trust this. And then he immediately gets Liddy to vote with him, and they both vote for Jenny, which was smart on their part, or they would, yeah. or Lydia would have went. Yeah. Right, you know, so you Chanel know. needed to play that way better. Like, it's a, I have seen so much novice play, and in some ways, it's great. Like, it's not overly predictable. It's not, but it is a train wreck. It's like watching a car crash this season. Would you give any credit to High? No, no credit is well, due to except anybody. the except the rock draw. The he only went person, the rock draw and convincing Lydia to vote with him. The only person I kind of give credit to in that tribal council is Mike, and he did nothing. He just kind of sat there and said, "Like, look, just figure this out. We'll go back to camp, and then we'll talk." Like that was the most sensible old school survivor thing you could have said. He's like an old school survivor with playing with all these players. Like he could have played season one of Survivor. He's old enough, you know. Uh, him and Rudy. <laughs> him and Rudy. You know. Well, he would have been much younger back then. Uh, right. But... He'd have been thirty. Yeah, or so. Right, so I think like it, it's interesting to me because we, what we have here is I don't, don't expect good gameplay come to merge. Do not expect a mastermind narrative in this season. It's just going to be a tumbling car car wreck until we get to the final like five, and then someone's going to emerge. I'm okay You're with that. Not going to vote I, out Jonathan. 
they're gonna let Jonathan get to merge, and he's just gonna run over these these people. Well, yeah, I said tonight, like they can't let him get to merge. But then I was like, what if he just wins every challenge by himself, for even for his tribe, and then he wins every individual challenge, and then we'll be just like, this is like the greatest winner ever, who just won by sheer will of being like the greatest athlete. That was they're like, cast. um, hang on to this, like this pole, and the last person <laughs> to get off um, is a limit or. Um, you know, the last one to, to have stay on gets the um, immediately uh, necklace and everyone's struggling to hold on and he's doing pull-ups. <laughs> one hand pull-ups. <laughs> like, th that, that's the type of dominance I'm expecting if this man gets to, like, an actual individual, uh, like, challenge situation. It, it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah, like, uh, Jeff, are you cheering for Jonathan? Are you finding him, like, uh, rootable? Uh, not strategically, but definitely in the challenges. Yeah, he's like he—he he might be the most physically uh, impressive player to ever play the challenges, and it's kind of sad because like it, he's not really going. To, he has no competition physically in this. Like, there's nobody <laughs> that even closely matches him in, in in terms of physical prowess. So I'd like to see him like if he becomes a good like personality. Like he really needs to improve that. Uh, like the the preview for next week not looking good yet but at least he's being talked about but uh, apparently he's a slop according to your boy omar um but well, i on a beach yeah. i'd like to see him get uh, he has to get to merge i have to see him in, in individual immunity challenges because yeah he is the ideal person you want in a tribe challenge is he not yeah uh, uh the dude swam through a hard-ass current while everyone else was getting pushed away yeah. Held the ladder by himself, went back and yeah. picked up his tribe. Like, <laughs> like he should have got like a little, like a, uh, like a, what's it called again? Like a baby little cover thing and just had Omar just yeah. jump on his back. You probably yeah. would have been able to carry the ladder and Omar at the same time. I thought, I thought with him, like, I think you could throw like any player you want on your, like, you're starting Survivor Fresh and you want someone in your tribe to win tribe challenges. He would be the first overall pick of any player that's ever played Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I think he would go almost seventy five percent of the time. Yep. Yeah, you know where everyone's like a powerhouse. Like, I want that guy. Uh, like so when goes Joe, and everyone looks at him, is like, really, Joe, Joe, <laughs> Ozzy, Austin, Rob, really? Yeah, like 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 uh, like hippie Joe and uh, and and, and Ozzy, and like I think they're in that the category as well as like somebody you would definitely want on your tribe for a challenge. They are they are second and third draft picks. Jonathan is number one with a ball. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, I agree. I think he's yeah. like a new level. I don't think we've seen a player like him before. Um, yeah. So, like, if this. he can be sort of strategic and kind of an interesting personality, I think he'll do really good. But he has to do that on the show. Because remember, like, James, like, back in China, right? <laughs> grave he, he digger was, James. You have to say Grave digger James. Grave digger James. Grave digger like, James. Like, he was, like, he, like, you know, like, I could, if you were going to put them on, like, the wrestling uh, card, you could see, yes. like, oh, you can see those two uh, neck and neck, right? Like, the only problem um, is Gravedigger James is dumb as rocks. <laughs> yeah, well, dumb. And I don't think he was that great at challenges, right? Like, he, he was, was okay. Also dumb at rocks. <laughs> Remember, he, was, he had, was it three immunity idols in his pocket? And yes. went oh, yeah. Two, 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 two. two. Dumb as but rocks. They were literally this big. They were like, yeah, huge friggin'. <laughs> he had big pockets. Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. And then, um, uh, but he, I think he, with James, he didn't become he, more. He wasn't recognized as the moron of that season because um, was it Eric Rockenbacker? The oh, that was ice a different cream season. N no, no, yeah, they joked the, about it. 
James was the, in that season too, and he laughed yes, about he it. During... But the two immunity idols in his pocket, I believe, was Survivor China, and then Micronesia was the next season, and that's when that happened with the Eric thing. I think I he believe. also got eliminated that season with the idol in his pocket. So he maybe three. one idol, but the two idols, I'm so, pretty I mean sure three. That's what that's what I mean by three. Oh, okay, but yeah. So yeah, three idols in two seasons. Uh, yeah, he lost on on votes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then he plays here as villains and he was like a shadow of himself. He was like at the end of his career, end of his rope as a survivor player. As a grave digger or as a survivor? Uh... <laughs> Just a survivor player. He was still probably a fine dig- grave digger. He's got the pipes. Does he use the machines or does he just... Uh, I never got the whole breakdown of that. Um, Jeff, did you ever... Uh, did you ever about the Micronesia? Did you conspiracy? ever hear about the Micronesia conspiracy theory? You I, know, you know what Sam means. Sam, I got you. I got you. I Sam. believe I know what he's talking about, but I, I think it has to do with there. Were, it wasn't supposed to go the way it did. I forget exactly what the conspiracy theory is with Micronesia. Do you know, Jamil? Uh, no. Unless you like remind me, there's so many different theories about different things. It's... Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't know Sam's exactly right about what it. he's talking about, but I, I think there was a conspiracy theory about the whole poverty, Amanda, Suri, basically from the beginning, and you know, so like, and Amanda and uh, James, yeah, like he's saying, played like a year and a half straight, kind of like you know, this happens a few times in Survivor where people play back to back or like the same two players, and then they just kind of run it, you know. They know how the game works. They know how the producers work. They got everyone who, in the back. Who, who did Russell kick out for Heroes Villains? He kicked out Boston Rob and Tyson. No, no, no. And... Um, he wasn't originally supposed to be on Heroes Villains until a season. Oh. And he was so good that they replaced another oh, like person. Oh, got cut? Or... Oh, do you yeah. know? Uh, was, was it Greg <clears throat> Brewis from season one? Was it Greg? Or was it Shane Powers? Like, isn't it crazy that Russell was put in Heroes versus Villains because his season yeah. had an, an aired right when um, when they um, put him in that season because they they were filmed back to back so nobody had seen Russell's yeah, season no one had seen it when he played so they they knew he was a villain even before an audience could react to him they right? saw like, <laughs> saw the footage like yeah but at that time if I'm on a game show and I'm like I've never seen you before he's like yeah um, I just got on this this um collection ep- uh, season uh because of my my previous season i'm like i'm voting this person out i cannot yeah see okay russell replaced shane powers yes i i, yeah. I knew um i'm immediately voting that person out because i cannot trust what this person does he's an unknown commodity immediately eliminated well if you look at that season i know we're talking about Tears of villains here, but like, like, look who the villains took out, right? They took out Randy Bailey. That was their first vote out. Then they, then the the whole blind side happens with Tyson, um, and then then they get Boston Rob, and then they get Coach, and then they get Courtney, and then another villain doesn't go home until Daniel DiLorenzo, and then the final four is villains. Yeah, you know, right. so really Jerry Russell, Parvati, and Sandra kind of ran the show almost from the beginning in a lot of ways um so yeah it was an yeah, interesting they, season the day they were uh, but this this travel council guys like did you enjoy that there was so much like oh this person doesn't have a vote and oh this person doesn't have a vote now oh, it's gonna go to rocks and it's only two I, people I didn't like and, like the kai's reaction 
I didn't like the reveal. I I didn't like the uh, that they that they couldn't vote or the, the circumstances that they they couldn't vote because that this whole thing like they had to come to consensus like I think that the rules of Survivor in terms of how these ties work out and everything else I, I I don't always like it especially when you get like a six person tribe I think this was interesting tonight certainly memorable I think we'll be probably this is something we'll probably reflect on uh, we may not remember the exact details but we'll remember that. Uh, there was a bunch of people who couldn't vote, and then there was only two votes in the end because there was a tie, and uh, you know, and, and how thing all these advantages had to get revealed. I think it was uh, like if, you know, if if you're Jeff Probst, uh, you know, that's kind of what he lives for. Uh, Never done this in the history of Survivor. I, would you prefer, guys? Would you prefer that after the two votes, like after you vote, it ties, and then you go to the other vote, and it ties again? There's no consensus. There's no talking, and it goes right to rocks. Would you prefer that? No. What I would do is go. Okay, here's what's happening. We need to come to a consensus. Two, um, two people can't vote because they are the ones who are the, um, are you know the basis of the vote. So, uh, Jenny. Lydia, you can vote. Please, you know, step aside. Everyone else, understand, only two of you can vote, have votes. Okay? But the entire tribe has to come to a consensus. If they don't, we're going to rocks. Right. right? <laughs> they wouldn't have revealed this if there hadn't been a tie on the, on the revote. But there was, right? It, they so didn't they, have to, though. So you didn't, didn't like that High and Daniel decided? alone no i didn't like the fact that they revealed who can who couldn't vote yeah because they had to reveal that mike and uh chanel wouldn't get a say in the end that their consent their place in the consensus was not going to matter but they could have they could have had the facade of it yeah right like jeff probes knows the truth and so he can um it, it depending on how forceful mike and chanel bluff that position you know, like I don't know if he has to make a judgment call at some point and say, "Well, you know, you, you know, I, I, I'm not actually going to listen to what Mike or Chanel think." Um, I think we would have had the same result, ultimately, but at the same time, <clears throat> we do not provide extra information that doesn't need to be volunteered. So let's say they go, "Okay, put your hands up if you want to vote for Lydia," right? And then three people put their arms up. And then it's like, okay, who wants to vote for Jenny? Hai puts his hands up. It's like, we're still deadlocked. Automatically, Hai would know that he has his vote. And then one of the th one of the three don't have, um, or two of the three don't have their vote. Right? And say, if we don't come to a consensus, we're going to rocks. All right, we're going to rocks. But it'll give the impression that one side of the tribe is 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 together then this the, what daniel did he muddied the water so much that there was no way that high could believe that they have less numbers than they actually do okay well did you not enjoy high's reactions though as the as things were happening in this tribal council like when he kind of looks over at lydia right or <laughs> when what's happening what's happening he looked, he looked really hungry but i thought he, he always looks hungry, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey man meow. Um, what I needed was Daniel to walk up to the um, to Jeff and attempt to, uh, you know, see if any of the uh, the decorations in Tribal Council was an idol and see if he can pull it off <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, I think it was um, Millennials versus Gen X, 
when the guy attempted to uh the I think it was the fleur de leaf, he thought it was like an idol. He tried he was trying to peel it off. <laughs> yes. And it's yes. like, no, it isn't. I could tell you that this is not an idol. <laughs> this is oh. not an idol. It's not an idol. Uh, yeah, like so we got we got so much tonight when that in this between the challenge and the um and the tribal council that was so busy tonight. Like we got nothing really from the blue tribe tonight. Like there was nothing other than their place in the challenge itself, where we saw like where Roxbury and Drea were yelling at each other, where she's like, Go in the shallow part. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm in the shallow part. And then like, they're just trying to, to, to go. And you just see like these slow-mo montages of them just getting pelted by waves over and over again, right? And we, Prost is like, here comes another one. Here comes Dang. another one. Wait, wait, wait. And another. And another. And another. There is no relief. Dave, did you think that we were going to have a medical evacuation? I, I was hoping. This this is like the running gag. It's like I'm watching um Hot Tub Time Machine where <laughs> you're like, how is he going to lose this arm? And you're like, oh, 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 no, no, he's canceling the challenge. Damn. Or this part of the challenge. I thought someone was going to like, I thought Mike was going to hit his head against that pole. Like they did like a slow motion of it. I thought, is he going to get knocked out and get dragged into the water? Like he's going to get a yeah. concussion? Yeah, because the rumors were that there was a bunch of quitters in season 41 and that didn't end up happening. So then we're like, well, maybe they meant maybe because these were filmed back to back. There's a chance that 42 has some quitters this season. So every time there's like this intense, grueling challenge, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I have to be kind of sitting there. I'm like, is someone going to quit? Is someone going to be med medically evacuated here? We got uh, one if, so far. And we've oh, and we saw. Yeah, we saw that uh, Jackson went out uh, earlier in this. Remember Jackson? Yeah, number one pick Jackson. Number one pick for all. Uh, that was a dead. Um, yeah, didn't get. I guess got a trip to Fiji, but didn't want to go to rocks. Uh, Daniel tonight. I thought Daniel. I don't like Daniel. I hope I want to see D Daniel's demise. That's my other thought. Uh, I, I don't see how he's likable by anybody that went to that travel council with him. Um, who's I, gonna I, work with him now? Who's <laughs> gonna like the whole little plea he did with Lydia? Will you trust me? You really promise? You really, really promise? You know, it was really kind of pathetic to watch as far as like just a survivor player watching that was cringe yeah, it yeah. was super cringe <laughs> and, and you believe me right chantel is lying you believe me right chanel is lying me. right and chanel don't trust her and you can trust me and you know like uh, just everything the survivor trying to like salvage his whole game right and he like, did this... not read boston rob's rules that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> he didn't at all like what's to stop them from going back and like having a heart to heart with with uh Ty, right and say look this is what really happened and you got to ask yourself do you trust this dude because as quickly and as easily he betrayed us he's going to do the exact same to you right like it was like almost like he was he was trying to plea for his game tonight in the um, uh, yeah like which he like, didn't have to he could just have just said I'm going to sure. go with Jenny he didn't even I agree. like he it was so unnecessary what he did Mary Bass wanted them to go to rocks <laughs> I did too I was cheering for rocks because I thought the two people on the block almost didn't deserve to be on the block that the rest of the players were worse players um. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Lydia or Jenny really deserved to be considered to be voted out at this Correct. tribal council. I feel like it was the other people. I felt like it was more Chanel and Daniel and maybe even Mike deserved to be, you know, kind of considered to be voted out. 
why is Daniel considered stronger than Lydia? <laughs> right. Well, here's my other question too. It's like because it's because like um like for, for instance like Mike and and Chanel who didn't have votes um because they didn't receive any votes in the original vote that somehow made them immune here. But I feel like as non-voting, I feel like they they should have even more of a disadvantage perhaps because like they should have been eligible for this for the revote. I think. Um, no, they, they were still eligible for rocks. Eligible for rocks, so they—it's like they're eligible for some things, but not for others. I find it inconsistent. They're eligible to get eliminated. They just aren't able to vote via rocks. Yeah, but like nobody knew that until, well, at least not in Mike's case, right? Specifically, no, Mike knew. Mike knew, I know, but the, anybody else? Chantel knew. Chantel. They, they said that Chantel? everyone is eligible for rocks. Outside of Lydia, no, but and who? Jenny. But how many people knew that Mike and Chanel didn't have votes going into this tribal? Oh, um, I think only four of them. I think the two that didn't were Hi and Lydia. Yeah, Hi Lydia. <clears throat> but Chanel if you, if, and Daniel with the tied vote, you know that there's a possibility of rocks. They just assumed that Hi and Lydia would do what they said with the split vote, and they didn't, and it screwed up their whole plan. You know, but like plan. You should. Well, it's not, it's not, the plan wasn't fine. It was the execution was atrocious. I, I, you know, I don't know if you can go to a person and say, "Hey, let's split the vote," because a three one 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 vote is dumb. First off, okay, or just tell them, yeah. Actually, you know sorry, I mean? no, I disagree. A three one 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 is actually the best. No, actually, you're you're right. It's you want to do two two because you want to get it into a tie. And then yeah. on the revote, you can pick the person who is who isn't safe. All this yeah. like game theory would drive me crazy out there on the beach. I think like who's that's gonna vote for to, who? And, but that's all they have to do. There's nothing else to yeah. do, except like, like boys, sp- boys and girls. Girls vote this way. Boys vote this way. Split votes this way. In case of this, you know, like she just didn't like, come correct. In is that. it the worst thing in the world if you go if you go you get out on like some kind of weird twist or on a draw rocks? Is that really yes. that yes. bad? Yes. Why? Because I mean, you that's... you tried forever to get on this damn show, and then you're gone after seven days because Dummy McDummerson didn't understand not to risk their vote, and then yeah. Mr. Man can't even keep his mouth shut and um, didn't really strategize the vote properly. I would if be I pissed was... off. It was Jenny. I didn't do anything if wrong. I was... <laughs> if I if I was Jenny and I had to watch that episode tonight, I would have gotten had a few glasses of wine let's put it that way because <laughs> it, just watching this inevitable death sentence that she gets at the end of this episode would have been terrible because like now maybe some of that is on her maybe she should have acted a little bit more and been a little bit more and you know um strategic or a little bit or more trying just flipped on mike or flipped on Mike, or just done something to kind of get in the know. But it, she wanted to kind of ride the middle, but the problem was she was the target. And when you're the target, you got to kind of figure out what's going on. Okay, but the other thing, too, uh, we didn't talk about was the you know the whole, like, uh, the hidden immunity idol, or, like, the, the, the secret phrase uh, immunity idol, which uh, we saw that um, on the Orange Tribe tonight that Marianne found it, right? And, you know, but mm-hmm. kind of with the whole Orange Tribe, uh, they kind well, of... God, right, this is uh, Marianne is a twelve-year-old girl playing this game. She's like, "Hey guys, I found the idol. <laughs> you want to see it? Bugs, you want to see it? Gross. Uh, yeah. Here's Marianne. Oh! <laughs> 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 
she she really is she's like watching a child play the game and it's it's some some of it's endearing but some of it is like i could i don't know this is a bit much you know you know what i mean i don't know like right but okay but then she goes to the tribal tonight right she says her phrase and um and mike decides no i'm not gonna say it because i didn't see the blue tribe say anything and as far as we know nobody on the blue tribe has found theirs yet so you can look at it two ways you can look okay mike was smart to keep his mouth shut and to kind of keep that to himself on the other hand how does he know that there's somebody on the blue tribe thinking the same thing that right. well i didn't hear anyone in the green tribe say it so i don't want to say it yet until uh, unless the, this could become a, a, a night later on so there's kind of a catch-22 to it right because mike would have had a vote tonight if by chance someone in that blue tribe did have the uh, had found it and was going to say their phrase waiting for somebody on green to do the same thing right so it's yeah, kind of if, like yeah what if someone was thinking just like him on the yeah. blue tribe right I just, uh, I just felt that someone should have just. Anyways, anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that to next week. My opinion on that. Jeff, Mary Bass says you're right about Marianne. She has five cups of coffee. Jeez, I don't think they give them coffee out there. A twelve, the yeah, twelve year old with five cups of coffee, with she an is. espresso shot in each one. She is my draft pick. <laughs> she is my fellow Canadian. <laughs> she is. I am. I am on team Marianne. I'm here for Marianne. Yeah. There is no. I thought. You know, we think Daniel was bad. Wait till we see Marianne go to a tribal council where it's like a five on five merge tribe. I, and she has to explain her position. <laughs> she to, yeah, to Mary, Jeff goes to Marianne, where do you lie in this tribe? Well, let me tell you, I found this idol 10 days ago. And then I went and I went to the thing and I risked my vote. And I get, then I got an extra vote. And <laughs> Yeah. You want to hear about the whole time I've been here? <laughs> and on day four, Jackson got pulled from the game, and I cried and I cried. Yeah, I uh, cried. And then you know, then we had to vote out uh, uh, Maria, but it was her, either her or me, so that worked out for in my benefit. You know, like she just like lays out the whole game. Like I, I and then Daniel, then they go to Daniel. Daniel, what, what do you think? I think this person's gonna stab me in the back. So, I do, do we trust him? Or are we voting him? We're voting him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no chance of winning Survivor, he says. Who? Daniel. What did he say that? I didn't miss that. You you missed his entire speech about um you have to you have to trust your gut. Yes. And I'm so paranoid that I can't trust my gut. It's like um Mike cools me down. Uh blah 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 oh, cools yeah. me down. My girlfriend <laughs> cools me down. Right. Jeff, you cool me down. No, actually you don't. No, you, you don't cool me down. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Just <laughs> Just this is so bad. Just he was stop. just so excited to be in a tribal council, and he's oh just gosh. like, just destroying his game. Like this is what better meltdown at a tribal than this? I, they hadn't I, been there. He's crowned right? with confidence. I have a name for this season. I'm I'm not going to call it Survivor 42. It's going to be Survivor. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> just stop doing the challenge. Just stop talking at the tribal. Just just stop. Mary's no, asking. Reassess if they have the extra vote but lose the vote, can they vote? No, it doesn't like it's not yeah, like it you lose your first vote, but your second vote you is... lose your ability to vote, not yeah. they just say it in a weird way. For but one your extra vote is still right. with you, it's still in your bank or can whatever. you give your extra vote away? It, yes, I think you can. If you so don't. therefore the you can still use your extra vote then. Just another person will have to use it you, for you. If you. Yeah, you can gift it to someone and hope that they do what you want. But like, what, what's um, 
Chanel will get her vote back next travel, right? It's only for one travel she loses. No, uh, yeah, is it? It's just once, right? It's, it's just, just for one travel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. She'll get her vote back. Yeah, Mike so is more of, in permanent limbo. It kind of is worth the risk. You know what I mean? Like either way, risk your vote, I guess. But it, in a you know? six-person tribe, I don't think it is. I think it's too. Like, it's not it's, even the six-person tribe. It's it's in a tribe that's going to vote, and you already know ahead of time that yeah. you need to you need to pick a side. Right. That like, was the problem. These six-person tribes, like the three six tribes in both of these seasons, it's interesting, but it's also like so. It's so small. I don't know. I like it and I don't because you get to really know all all the members of the tribe right from the first tribal council you get a more of a better sense of the dynamics a little bit and who's with who who are the pairs and then you can you can either split it into true tribes or you can you know kind of ride this out until a full a full-on merge right uh depending on what i guess how how the votes go uh but it's also kind of like in this kind of a format especially where you have so many twists that are eliminating votes and you get this tonight i don't know if this is what makes survivor good like was this was this a good outcome were we rewarded as the audience tonight because Mike didn't have a vote and Chanel didn't have a vote and then there was ties and people didn't understand things and ultimately Jenny got booted out here. Like we're, we, we all kind of just feel like whether Jenny had gone here or ultimately like we had gone to rock, John rocks. Like would we have felt good about this either way? Like, no, no, it was a train wreck of a tribal council. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody really kind of has an other ball on this tribe. I don't really like this tribe. There's nobody I'm really cheering for in this tribe. I don't. They're my least favorite tribe of the three tribes. It's green. It's tribe. not easy being green. That's fair enough. Not easy. Yeah. Kermit said it best. That is true. Yeah. Like I just Mike is the only guy I kind of like in this tribe because it's like rational. <laughs> yeah, it's rational. He's like old school, and the rest of them are just like a tire fire. Because I think you could have convinced Mike otherwise, and like if you even if like, hey, Mike. We might need to get rid of Jenny. I know you don't want to, but just think of that as a possibility that we might have to do it. Like, I, I feel like people didn't have conversations that they should have. Like, really, like, think about it. It's like, this is going to be a two, uh, like a two, two vote. What happens if we go to rocks? Are we willing to go to rocks? Like, if you didn't come into this tribal council with that type of thought process, you were not prepared. You were not prepared and you shouldn't be playing Survivor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. Like uh, all the prep that they go through all the time, you you get to think about the game. It's very simple game. It's all complex, you know, but people get out there and, you know, Mary wants it, to see the rocks. Like, have we ever, who was the last person we saw go out by rocks? Does anyone remember? Like, is I mean, it's them? usually, it's usually somebody like, a, it's uh, like the, I don't even remember what season, but it wasn't that long ago. Millennials and it was, versus Gen X, wasn't it? Wasn't wasn't it the redheaded girl from that season? Maybe, uh, yeah. That's that uh, the the one. Was was it Millennium Millennia versus Millenniums versus Gen X? Last oh, Jessica. There was Jessica in. Uh, which season was this? Millennium. Uh, Millennium. I think this was. Jessica flipped on, Hannah. Zeke season? Is this the Zeke season? Millennial services other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Correct. So that, I'm sorry. You're right. What could I say? Jessica. Yeah. Jessica, Jessica Lewis. What year was that? 2016. Jeez. Um. 
Wow, six That's, years ago. Six years ago was the last time someone went home from rock. But keep in mind, we lost what a year survivor too. Okay, sure. But so they didn't like miss seasons, right? Didn't they miss uh, a season? Because they missed at least year? they missed at least one season. Yeah, uh, for sure in terms of filming. So right. We're a little bit behind now. Yeah, like I think, but like we kind of barely remember that. But I like it. I like to see like people go for it. I I hate this like sort of like we I I I get like yeah you've tried your whole life to get on the show and now you're here on the show and you don't want to go out on rocks. But sometimes you just gotta go for it. You got you got to get those numbers right. And you're without those numbers, you're just gonna be clawing your way up from the bottom. But the only people, <laughs> there's two people, there's two people voting and. The person, like, from high perspective, he has everything to gain. He has everything to gain from it. And the person that you're going against in a battle of wills has already given up his position? Why even, like, call his bluff? It's like, I'm willing to go to rocks. All you have to say is you're willing to, and we'll do it. Well, High was kind of calling his bluff tonight. Well, at least High was willing to stick his ground on Jenny. He was like, "I he want straight Jenny up out. called the man's bluff." <laughs> yeah, he yeah, did. And, and, and it would have been interesting had Daniel been like, "You know what? I hear you, but uh, let's, you know, I'd be willing to go to rocks too and see what, how High reacted." You know what I mean? Um, he he needed to throw the ball back in High's court because he was basically in control the whole time. He's like, "I'm willing to go to rocks too, but you need to think about this in the long run." Now, Jeff, um, it was now Jeff, your fiance Amanda had mm. both Jenny and Lydia in her draft picks. Uh, <laughs> she also has Daniel. Actually, they, she, she picked three green. She, uh, oh, Lord. oh Lord. Her her picks are Daniel, Jenny, and Lydia. Good luck. And uh and, and so she would have lost somebody tonight, regardless, whether it had been Lydia or Jenny. Did she have a a, a horse in the race, to so to speak? Uh, was she, uh, she? Did she have strong feelings for the the results tonight? Not really. She was a little preoccupied with the baby. But uh, the problem is, I would say that she wanted, she didn't want Jenny to go home. Jenny was probably her best bet of those three players, and I think they're, you know, maybe Lydia can kind maybe. of pull do strong here. But I just think Daniel is a train wreck of a player. Uh, do any of these players have potential to go the distance? Um, maybe. I could see a second place finish for Mike or Chanel. High mm. could also do well later on. Like I could see High doing well, but or Daniel gets dragged all the way to finals because he's just a complete mess, unlikable complete mess. Why do you think that um, Omar chose and the Orange Tribes chose Chanel tonight and like the, that whole journey? And why do you think they singled her out? I don't know. That's a good question. Like. I guess only Omar knows the answer to that, but I, I mean, I guess it's like anything. You just kind of see someone, you're like, oh, that seems like someone I'd bond with, and you just pick them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, Omar says that in the episode. He's like, sometimes you just look at people out here in the island, and you know, there's this this, this unspoken you, thing. Yes, and the unspoken thing is neither of us trust each other. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I can survive with you is how he describes it, right? Like, yeah. he's just like, you get out here and he's like, I, I feel like we can make it together. It's kind of like a zombie apocalypse situation where it's like, mm -hmm. we're on the same vibe. We can be in the same group together. No, we can't be in the same group together because we would handle certain situations very differently. As we saw. As we saw tonight. Yeah. Um, so... What would you guys like to see happen next? What's your, based on this um, this whole 
uh preview we got it was like mike said it was like what did he say it was like holacrapia or something like that holacrapia <laughs> that sounds about know. right for mike yeah mike, I, is, I, I didn't... mike is goofy yeah they're like he was like pandemonium he's more like a telemone i don't know what he said he said something like he, he had some play on words there at the end but uh it seemed like he was particularly in the green tribe the fallout of that tribal will be somewhat immense everyone hates everybody Right. Yeah, I think so. That that tribe needs to get split up, guys. Like, I mean, if it doesn't get split up quick, it's going to be we're going to see like an angry arguing tribal council. I think the next time they go to tribal, just them like having dinner, like yelling at each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a bit of that. See if they find Kumbaya or not. Um, And maybe we'll find out what the hell's going on over the blue tribe other than Roxroy and Drea yelling at each other. I don't need anything to know about the blue tribe outside of Swati being safe and continue to do so because she's my she's my only hope what well yeah they, i guess they had a fairly they obviously did better in the challenge than green did but that was um yeah anyway i think we can wrap up our coverage for tonight of this episode i think uh we've said what we need to say about episode three go for the gusto here in survivor 42 uh next week's episode is called vibe of the tribe are you, do you have the vibe of the tribe? There's a negative vibe of the tribe. Could be a positive vibe. No, it's negative. <laughs> it's come to green. It's negative. <laughs> it's it's a it's it, well. We'll see. Uh, Jeff, are you, what's your over under? Is it a positive vibe of the tribe or a negative vibe of the tribe next week? Of the green tribe? Well, we don't know. This just the title of next week's episode. Episode. Four. Oh, oh, the. Um. I think it depends what tribe we're talking about here. I think the orange tribe, yes, positive, but the other two tribes probably negative. Blue tribe, would you be a negative? So better chance it's a negative vibe, it sounds like. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out here. Uh next Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, will be the uh the episode Vibe of the Tribe. Might be positive, might be negative. We'll be back to cover that uh and talk about the next installment here on Survivor 42. You should also check out our other podcast here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting, including tonight. We'll be talking about, uh, right, guys? We're talking about Big Brother Canada 10. Uh, for, are we? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we can if you want. We don't have to, but uh, we can if you want. Uh, right. Jamil, are you down? I still need to watch the episode. Uh, well, well, do you want to watch the episode and then we can come back in a little while? Or do you, uh, do you uh, want Jeff and I to talk about it first? He's watching uh, it right now. He's watching it right now. Okay. Uh, well, we'll leave you. We'll leave you to uh, to that while we we talk about other great programs here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting. Don't worry, you got half an hour, Jamil. He's gonna go through all the things we got. <laughs> I got all the things. I got. So we got so <laughs> many friends, so many different podcasts to talk about. I know you're listening out there, people. Uh, we're gonna break this all down for you. Like we got um, Marvel podcast. We talked about everything. Like most recently, Hawkeye back in January when that wrapped up, and then all for with their Christmas theme season, we're gonna be doing Moon Knight as the next Disney Plus series coming up. Uh, I saw a, a trailer for that tonight. It looked pretty interesting. Uh, as well as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up in May. We'll be covering that over in Super Made Boys Podcasting. Check out our other playlist. All kinds of things we've covered in the past. Tiger King, The Serpent, uh, different different things. Ozark as well. And we're going to be doing talking about more of that in April. Also, um, is that for the serpent, Jamil? Okay, the serpent. 
as well as, um, as on our other two channels. We got Trivial Debates, our monthly channel. We are about movies, TV, sports, and more. Coming up this Sunday is our next installment. Max Duda hosting. Maybe the greatest host there will ever be. Who's to say? Max Duda. He's yet to, we'll see if he impresses. Questions did go out today, Jeff. I don't know if you heard. But we have Jamil Robinson going against Jody Simpson and uh, and Worf, I, son of Moog. I think I need to give them a safe word. Yeah. Jeff, think- who was the best actor to p- portray Batman on the silver screen? Uh, the best actor or like yeah. the best the best portrayal of Batman? The best actor to portray Batman. What on does the, the question screen? state? Right. So the, the best portrayal of Batman by a certain actor. What? Who is the best actor to portray Batman on the silver screen? What's the best portrayal? Yes, it was another way of would be a more fitting way to portray, uh, portray the question. I would say I would argue for Val Kilmer. That would be correct. That would be the correct answer, Jeff. I would agree with you. Um, Jamil, are you coming with Val Kilmer? No, he's not coming with Val Kilmer. He's bringing something else. He's probably bringing Rachel. He's probably bringing out of West. I, I could see him doing it. Uh, we got besides Star Trek, what sci-fi show would you recommend to a friend looking to get into the genre? Not lost. Not not Babylon Five. <laughs> not lost. Wait, what was like, repeat? Hey, that? you like Lost? Why don't you check out Manifest or Fast Forward? <laughs> oh my God, Manifest! <laughs> repeat that question. What was besides Star Trek? You can't pick Star Trek. All right. What sci-fi show would you recommend to a friend looking to get into the genre? So somebody's like, I've never watched sci-fi, but I think I want to give it a shot. What, what, what would you recommend I start with besides Star Trek, which for some reason they won't watch? Huh. That's a good question. Uh, I would probably say Westworld. Westworld? Okay. Yeah. If, yeah. Um, not like The Matrix? No. That's Matrix like, is in a TV show. That's a TV show. Um not okay all right and then music who is the most influential 90s rock band me uh, um most influential 90s rock band Jeez, that's a that was a dying breed dave uh probably like nirvana or pearl jam probably be the two you know yeah i would go nirvana uh, probably nirvana i think it's probably likely and then uh there are many goats for each sport jeff but who is the goatiest of all sports, yeah. Who's the go- oh. who's the who's the goat of all goats? It's hard not to probably. I would probably go with Ronaldo. Ronaldo, interesting. And then uh, history questions about um, besides the atom bomb or nuke, what weapon had the greatest influence on wars that have been fought? Oh, the machine gun. Probably the machine gun is probably the right answer. Maybe the sword, um, but the machine gun even more so. The bow and arrow, you could argue. Crossbow. Mm-hmm. Wild card question is: What is the hardest word to say in the English language? Oh, I don't know. Is it expletivous? Superfragilistic? Is that even a word? Elon know. Musk's daughter's name. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Oh, okay. Uh, is it when Prince's name was a symbol? I think that's maybe the hardest. Um, yeah. So anyway, trivial debates coming up this Sunday. Check that out. It's going to be a doozy. We also have uh, live long and podcast Monday nights, Star Trek enterprise rewatch ser- series with Jody Simpson on Tuesday nights. We got Jeff Mater and the deep space nine rewatch and the whole crew over there on the station, uh, including Davin Skellhorn from Locuters, a track, my cousin and yours. 
uh, who he's got Locutors Attract with Dave um, Pugsley over there. They talk about all kinds of great things. They do debate uh, sessions. They do writers' room sessions, trivia, uh, different different games and pitches. Uh, check that out over on Locutors of Trek, of course, as well. And then Thursdays, we talk about the newest episode of Star Trek. Tomorrow, Thursday, is when Paramount Plus off and, and, and CTV Sci-Fi drop the newest episode from Star Trek's uh, streaming uh, uh, adventures. And tomorrow, tomorrow, Star Trek Picard will have episode four. I'll be doing my first podcast this season with Jody and uh, Davin and Adam tomorrow night talking about that. Uh, we just wrapped up Star Trek Discovery with Michael Chan, Discovery Zone. Michael Chan, he was uh, in the finale, talking with working with Oded Fair, the Admiral Vance himself. Uh, it was it was fantastic. Very proud of our friend Michael from Star Trek Radio Theater, which is our other channel thing. Which, if you didn't know, is when we do live script reads of Star Trek over on Live Long and Podcasts. Uh, now we got one coming up to celebrate First Contact Day for Star Trek. It's going to be on Saturday, April 9th, uh, nine thirty p.m. Eastern. We'll be recording live. You can listen to us in a live podcast, which later gets edited down into more of like a audio drama. Um, if you will, that gets uh, posted to our channels as well. We got Davin Scalehorn from Locutors of Trek, my cousin and yours. We got Adam Woodward. We got, uh, he's going to be playing uh, Dathan in the production of Darmok, which is like, if you've ever heard of uh, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, uh, this is that episode. And we're going to be doing that. Jeff, you're going to be Jordy LaForge. Yep. Uh, there will be Shock no when the walls fell. Shock no, when the walls fell. There'll be no coolant leaks on this episode. No. You gotta get you gotta get him on the transporter working. We've been out here for a while. We're ready. We're ready. We've been out in space for almost a year. Um, anyway, so uh, and, and then you should also check out our other friends' podcasts. We got Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn doing the Hellbound podcast every Wednesday, a newest horror thing. They do different like horror uh, genre, like fiction serialized things. Very interesting over there on the Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn from the the, the English horror film festival scene. And then we got my son Eamon Mater under his alias Sam Jerka. Let's talk about fighting games, an audio podcast where they talk about fighting games, if you can imagine. Street Fighter, and they talk about, and they got um, uh, Dragon Ball, I think, and stuff like that over there. And it's got Super Smash Bro, and Seth, and Paranoia, and Sam Jerka. Did you get confirmation on the name? I, I, I know, I'm, 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 I'm going with the working theory. That's, that's about as far as I'm going with that right now. Um, I think that's everything. Did I forget anything? Oh, yeah. X-Men, the animated series rewatch over there with Davin. Right. He's doing yep. That. You got that. And Steve Shives. Right. And Steve Shives. We always, you know, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Steve Shives. Check it out. Got to go for the gusto. Right. Right. And I think we can play out, guys, here as we will head over to do a Big Brother Canada podcast uh, to talk about the state of the nation over there very quickly here on this uh, later evening of Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jamil. Thanks, everyone, for the comments tonight. And, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week for Vibe of the Tribe. Let's go out here on a clip. Um, uh, oh, I, I like it so much. Just, like, drag it in here and wait. All right, both tribes, drag your ladders in. Drag it right what? up here and place it here and wait. Oh, thank you.